Hello and welcome to Unlock Your Ultimate Inner Wisdom, the podcast. I'm your host, Beth Hilton, but you can call me Comet. I'm a shamanic healer and ceremony facilitator with a focus on upgrading healers and leaders to eradicate limiting beliefs and unlock your fullest potential. And I'm on a mission to support and inspire millions of women around the globe to align with their purpose through mastering the arts of facilitation and healing. I'm a co-author of the new wave book, Escape the 9 to 5, Do What You Love and Make an Impact. I help empowered female leaders unlock and expand their gifts, step into their power, liberate their inner voice and live a life of freedom, joy and prosperity through transformational events, including women's circles, multidimensional activations such as shamanic breathing, sound healing and voice activations in online group coaching journeys and one-on-one mentorships. I support you to achieve your ultimate desires through healing and releasing blockages of the past, of traumas, and of present fears in a fun, graceful, and easy way so you can step fully into your true power and fulfill your life's calling. I've also worked alongside my partner, Anth Lauther, to run large sober parties and retreats in collaboration with Rise and Shine Parties, and I am so grateful to be here sharing wisdom from all of my life's highs and lows with you. Thank you for joining me. If this podcast makes an impact on you, please be sure to support the channel by sharing a comment, story, post, or give me some feedback on my Instagram page at they call me comment. And with that, let us begin. Today, I would love to discuss with you loss, specifically heartbreak, death, and grief. These challenges never cease to come, and we can only learn to move more gracefully through them. So I invite you to take a big, deep breath deep into your heart space, releasing any tightness or tension. Remember to breathe and move energy through your body as you listen to this episode. And don't just focus on my words, but stay present with the feelings in your body and receive this transmission as an energetic upload into the cells of your body. Now let's cover a few foundational points on having something or someone. When we have something or someone, we create an energetic attachment, a connection. The the relationship is not just physical, whether it's friendship or career or family or a loved one, you know, it's not just a tangible, physical person or place in your life. We cultivate energetic connections with these people, places and things. We cultivate ideas and visions and dreams for the future with these aspects of our life you know in these visions and dreams and ideas they become a huge part of our lives they become a part of our identity we identify with those things we are no longer separate from that person place or thing but we become in many ways merged and there are healthy and balanced ways of doing this And there are unhealthy and unbalanced ways of doing this. When we have lost ourselves in something or someone and have not maintained our wholeness without it, this is where things can go really quite far downhill when we eventually or even perhaps inevitably 
uh, lose that person, place, or thing from our life. We feel that we are not complete without it, but we, but we are always whole. We are always one with everyone and everything, and you are always a whole and healed person, a full person. You are never broken. You are never fallen apart pieces. You are never less without other people, places, or things, or titles, or, or fancy belongings, or material possessions. You are whole exactly as you are, as you always have been, and as you always will be. Much easier said then felt and embodied when we're going through one of these very, very traumatic experiences in our lives. And some of us uh, seem to appear to move so much more gracefully through these challenges than others. And that, my loves, is merely a matter of practice. We can almost always be rest assured that people who are moving more gracefully through challenges had one of two things or both of these two things and that is either a very tragic very traumatic life so they have had a lot of practice and or they have had exceptional role models in their life who modeled to them exactly how to handle these challenges they modeled to these people you know self-love and nourishment and they were provided a great deal of support through challenges um so i hope that covers off a few foundational aspects of this topic so we can dive into the challenges that we face um so there's quite a few challenges that we can face um, in, the, in the face of loss. Almost always heartbreak is present um, in the face of losing a person or ending a relationship or dealing with rejection or having to recreate our identity. In any case, there are billions actually scrap that there are absolutely limitless reasons for relationships to come to an end but here on this podcast episode i'm going to focus on and discuss how to move through these inevitable aspects of life with hopefully a bit more comfort ease love acceptance and grace firstly you are human all right i think we can all agree on that we are all human and humans feel we feel on a full spectrum of emotions if you want to not feel if you are feeling so much pain and just wishing this pain to just go away you're wishing to not feel My love, my darling, take a big deep breath. You are wishing to be dead. Only dead people do not feel. And we very much, very much wish to be alive. We wish for unity. We crave for oneness. We crave for being alive. And hence, 
the initiation of this agonizing pain in the first place because you feel a disconnect. You feel a disconnect from this person, place, thing, these ideas, this energy, the physical presence, the visions and the dreams of the future. You had all of these senses of connection, of belonging that you're now having to remove and this is the source of the pain. Um, so the solution and resolution for this pain is not more disconnect. It is not hoping to be dead. It is to be alive. So what can we do? Lean into this pain. Breathe into it. We do not want to be dead people. We want to be alive people. Feel the pain. Welcome it. Know that this is life force energy moving through you, expanding you to more powerful depths of your being. Acknowledge that you deserve time to grieve. Acknowledge that what you're going through is painful. Hold space for yourself. Be patient, be kind, be loving. Pay close attention to your thoughts. You are very likely causing more pain on yourself then the issue itself is causing you if your thoughts are being harsh and criticizing and judgmental and you are berating yourself taking blame or asking yourself horrible questions like why why me why am i not enough you are the you are the foundation of your pain in this time you are you are fueling the fire, my love. Take another big deep breath as you hear this. What you resist persists. Pain persists when our focus is outward, when our body is depleted of energy, when your focus is outside of yourself, on the other person, on things that you cannot control, or when your focus is inward, but in a negative way. So you are still depleting yourself, asking these questions, why me, I'm not good enough. Breathe into this, recognize the lies. Breathe and surrender to what you cannot control. This is not just a thought process, this is a practice. You must actually physically breathe into these spaces. You must actually consciously choose new and different thought processes that are more mm, soothing, that are truthful. It is not true that you are broken. It is not true that you are unworthy. These are lies. And if you have these synaptic pathways firing really strong in the mind, you are going to have to many times continuously acknowledge and come back and retrain the mind. Choose new and different and better and more loving and more kind and more patient and more understanding thoughts. You've got this. This too shall pass. This is, you are powerful. I am powerful. I am worthy. It is okay to feel sad. It is okay to feel angry. It is okay to feel broken in many ways. And then we come into the understanding that 
whatever breaks can only become stronger. How do we train our muscles in a gym? We go, we exercise, we break them down. That is what we're doing in a gym. We are breaking ourselves down. We are actually not building ourselves up in a gym. The work that occurs in a gym is breaking down muscle. The buildup occurs in the space between gym sessions. And the only way that we're going to build muscle is if we are nurturing and nourishing our body. We need to be drinking enough water. We need to be consuming enough nutrient-dense food so that our body can repair, not only repair that muscle, but actually grow it bigger so it can adapt, so it can be stronger, so it can be faster, so it can be more powerful the next time. That is the nature. That is the nature of our existence. Our bodies love us limitlessly and only ever want to heal us, adapt, make us stronger. And we need to take the action to nurture and nourish this vessel so that it can do that. So it can do the one and only thing that it exists to do and that is to love you. If your body is, is suffering from chronic illness or diseases, this is not because you deserve it. This is not because of a unlucky strike of nature. This is not because your body is failing you and doesn't love you. This is because your body is speaking to you loud and clearly that it desperately needs something in order to be nourished enough so that it can regenerate and heal. So, we have felt all of the pain now. Once you get to that point of feeling all of the pain, we need to get to a point of now refocusing ourselves. This pain will not just be felt and then move away and never be felt again. It may reoccur and come back through many, many cycles. But every time you practice welcoming it, feeling it, Recalibrating your mind, choosing your more uh, effective thought processes and mindsets. Every time you practice, you get better. You release a little more and you feel a little better. And you're healing, my love. It is inevitable. It is inevitable. Pain is always expansion. Pain is always being broken open to new depths of compassion and empathy, guided towards more of what you do want and avoiding that which you do not want, working harder to not hurt others in the way you've been hurt or understanding life and love and people more deeply. What else can we do? It is important to focus on what is real. What were the gifts left behind? What were the lessons? What were the good times spent together? The lessons from the hard times and accept that everything else was a dream. And you can torture yourself with a dream that was never meant to be, that you can never have, or you can conjure up a new dream. This is your power. This is what you can take control over. You can accept that this person, place, or thing no longer has a place in your life. Perhaps not for now, perhaps never will. But what you do have control over is creating new dreams, new visions, new 
ways of being. You can fill this void and this gap with new passions, new joy, new love, new energy. I asked my friend Elia today what was her best piece of advice to somebody going through a great deal of loss and grieving and she's had her fair share. She said that she had a friend that says you will always find the unicorn in the shit. (laughs) And I love that. One of my own sayings is that you can always alchemize shit into gold. She also said that grief is like the oceans. Some days it's calm, other days it's like a storm will hit and we have to honor the nature of the process and anchor into the practices that ease the journey. And how beautiful and perfect this advice is. We are one with nature. Our bodies are made of earth and water and fire and air. We are made of the elements and connection with these elements in nature and honoring that we are cyclic beings helps us move through the cycles of nature more naturally. Death and rebirth are a natural and inevitable aspect of nature. I repeat, death and rebirth are a natural and inevitable aspect of nature. There is a, I don't recall if it's Chinese or Japanese, but a proverb that translates to, let it rain. Trying to avoid pain or grief, push it away, or envision that you will never feel it in your life is like trying to stop the rain, my love, the rain. What would earth be without rain, without its thunderstorms? What what would nature be without the blessing of this purification, of this cleansing, of this nourishing energies? I also in this moment think of the Japanese art of kintsugi. I think that's I think that's the word for it. I'm sure so many of us have heard out of this by now. If you have not, please do look it up. It is the most beautiful practice of sealing broken things with gold to make it even more beautiful than it was before. And when you see these ceramics that have been pieced back together with this beautiful gold, they are just divine. And, and, and this is such a perfect depiction of, 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 our, of us. You know, energetically, we become so much more beautiful, so much more textured, textured so much more knowledgeable and understanding and empathetic in so many more ways. We are so much more expanded and beautiful than we were before our trials and tribulations and challenges and losses and heartbreak and and death and grief. This is all part of a beautiful cycle of life. It helps us learn to be so much more grateful for what we do have, for what we did have when we had it. My life's greatest challenges are, are the fuel to profound gratitude that I feel every single day, profound joy. 
And if you are not there yet, I apologize, my love. I am so sorry for what you may be going through. I'm so sorry that you will ever have to feel pain again. But I know that you are strong enough. I know that you will only become stronger. You will only grow more loving and more kind and more powerful. I believe I will leave this podcast here and invite you just for a brief moment to find a really comfortable position and align the spine. Take a big, huge, deep breath with me into any areas of tightness or tension and let it out. (sighs) One more time. just remember that in any times of feeling alone or disconnected or anxious that you always have the stability of mother earth below your feet that you can always feel her support feel into her grounding you can even lay your body down on a bed or even just up against a wall and this is one of the most readily available soothing comforting supportive practices to allow our nervous system to feel held and supported in those moments breathe deeply breath is life force energy it is prana and we want to move energy through the body we do not want to hold on we want to move energy through so my loves that brings us to the end of this beautiful podcast episode it has been such a gift and a pleasure to share some insights and wisdoms that I have learned in my life along a very challenging path to this rather blissful life that I lead now. I invite you to check out my Instagram page and see what events I'm hosting. I run voice activation journeys and cord cutting ceremonies. And I will be working on creating a much larger, bigger offer that will be launching very soon. It will be a six-month container starting in August. I am so excited. I cannot wait to connect with you more. Please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me, drop me some love, or ask me any questions on my um, Instagram page. I love you all so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And may you move through life with more love, patience, acceptance, ease, and grace. Aho, and so it is.